0: Tea and Sympathy, where two American ladies talk about drinking tea and watching British television shows. I'm Sarah. Hi, I'm Melissa.
1: I would love to tell people where to reach us on the social medias. So we are on Twitter at Tea and Sympathy uh, Pod, and that is the letter T and Sympathy Pod. Uh, we have a website because it's 2018. It's Uh We have an email address because it's 2018. It's teaandsympathypod at gmail.com. We have Facebook because it's 2018. And it's facebook.com forward slash teaandsympathypod. And you can find us, subscribe, listen, rate. Why haven't you rated us yet? Uh, we are on both Apple podcasts and Google play. So like you having an Android phone is no excuse. Uh, mom, (laughs) I'm looking at you. Just kidding. She listens to every episode. Hi mom. Hello. Um, Sarah, what are you drinking? Well, and and should we talk about like, it's, it's a, it's a a big
0: day in Tea and Sympathy Pond. Yeah, well, I'm not drinking tea tonight. I am drinking, however, a glass of wine because it is my Yes,
1: happy birthday. Thank
0: you. It's been a nice day. Nice.
1: Um, I'm drinking what I'm calling uh, pre-tea,
0: which is water. Um. (laughs) It's it's potentially tea. It's pre tea. Uh,
1: you know how, like bone broth. You know how, like you know how, like stock is bone broth now.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. like
1: that. It's pre tea, um, which <laughs> I feel like I really need to get back on the. This is I. I feel like I'm an embarrassment to our podcast because um, I haven't drank tea since our first episode.
0: Well, I know that it's I know that tea is appropriate any time of the year, but it's hot again, so Yeah.
1: It'd be tough. Yeah, I mean it's I it's hot here in Nashville. It's hot again. It was it was great for two days. Yeah. And it was ninety degrees again today. So it's it's hot. I could be drinking iced
0: tea, I suppose. Yeah. I mean that would be (laughs) That would be good, too. That would be acceptable it, under the bylaws of tea and cinnamon.
1: I mean, that's, yeah,
0: that's a question. Can I drink
1: oh. hi, Can I drink sweet tea? Is that okay? Hmm.
0: Oh, and that's, you're in that, that part of the country where sweet that's,
1: tea is. I'm telling you, you know, this is a funny thing. So anyone who is, I think, not in the South will appreciate mm-hmm. this. Um, You know how when you're having meetings at work and there's inevitably like water or beverages or coffee, it's usually coffee brought in like large gallon containers. There is never coffee at any meeting at my office when they like put the free food on the table for all the dregs to like pick it, for the vultures to pick over after the meeting. It is always, however, there is always a gallon of sweet tea. Yeah. Oh, without fail. You know, I'm not opposed to it. I love sweet tea. Like, I love nothing more than a rush of sugar directly into my veins. (laughs) Um, It's great. But can I be drinking sweet tea? Should I learn? I I actually do know how to make sweet tea. I could do it. I could do that.
0: Well, let's just say that there's a dispensation for hot weather. For hot weather alternatives. uh, at, at lunch today, I had lunch with my parents, and my dad had a mango iced tea. So, oh, that's how do you feel? Yeah, good question. <laughs> Not on our outline, but I'm gonna
1: ask it anyways. How do you feel about raspberry iced tea, mango iced tea, flavored iced teas? Hmm. I
0: like iced tea with some mint. Ah, uh, I like iced tea with ginger. There's um, interesting. One of the local grocery store chains here has, I'm sure, private-labeled bottled tea, and they have mm. a ginger variety, and it's very good. Oh, tasty. Uh, and then the, the Middle Eastern restaurant close to us has passion fruit. Oh, yes. We,
1: uh, I say we as in I still live in Chicago, but I don't. But... Uh, <laughs> A fantastic like the Middle Eastern restaurant there. Shout out to Pita Inn um, has <laughs> also very good passion fruity mint iced tea type of a thing. Mm, Not good. here. It's it's sweet tea. Yeah, <laughs> that's what that's what I it's in the
0: south. I have ordered my Yorkshire biscuit <gasps> fruit tea. I can't. I cannot wait. It will not be here for a little while, but um, by the time it gets here, it might be it might be below ninety degrees. Did they get it? Is it on? Are they boating it over? They Is know, it on the
1: Queen Mary?
0: Well, <laughs> they, it's being sent over by steamship. Um, <laughs> it it was only Coming over on the QE two. It was only seven dollars. Um, with free shipping. So it
1: can't, Um, it can't be coming many times soon. Yeah. I always feel like if it's one of those things where you're like very clearly getting it from not you. And even if you're getting it from the U S sometimes, um, the ones that are like not prime I've discovered take three weeks. Come on, Jeff Bezos.
0: (laughs) I think that we when we left last week we were yes. going to continue to talk a little bit about Miranda and um just in case you didn't listen last week, in which case what are you doing with your life? you are making poor choices. <laughs> Miranda is a British television sitcom starring Miranda Hart and there were there were four series. Um well, there were three six episode series and then one finale split over two parts, which they refer to as Season four, I believe, on Hulu. But it's about a single lady who's quite tall and gets called sir Mm -hmm. every now and then. And I think we're supposed to believe that she is hopeless socially. But um, I think that's the biggest lie about Miranda. Um, I don't think she's hopeless socially. Yeah! Just herself.
1: I don't... I do not think she is hopeless socially. I will say they do ramp up the socially awkwardness in episodes three four and five or four five and six what did I watch four five and six or four uh because there is the episode with the gym and I was like oh yes this is this is uncomfortable (laughs) she's there's a lot of like pee humor in that one
0: yeah there's a lot of pee humor there's a lot of um you know farting humor as the season goes mm-hmm. Yeah. It it gets a little shrill. <laughs> it's a little much, sort of. And it's Well, I watched it all at,
1: you know. One gigantic. So you essentially just watched one large episode. What? You watched a movie. You watched a six-hour. No, you watched a three-and-a-half-hour movie about Miranda Hart, essentially. Yeah.
0: So it got to be, I was, uh, at, at some point, I was like, do I... Do I have bad taste in television? No. <laughs> uh, but it was just
1: that no, I like. do you not
0: Miranda.
1: Be uh, because we're going to talk about something later, which is the best of taste in television.
0: That's Ooh. Ooh, Teaser. Teaser.
1: Yes. If we had a sponsor, we would put in this right here. <laughs> you would be hearing an ad for shower caps
0: or food delivery. Yeah, or food markets online.
1: Yes. Um, I will say I really enjoyed um, that her, like when she talked to a career counselor in the one episode I watched, (laughs) that she got highly rated as dressing pets up as famous detectives. (laughs) I would 100% do that job. Yeah. Can I, I get that job? are there people who will pay me money for that? Putting I think it out there on the internet, I will accept money to dress up dogs as famous detectives. I don't really know anyone other than like dressing up a Basset Hound, as Sherlock Holmes, but I'm, I will do the research. I will do the legwork.
0: I have, um, I have a suspicion that much like nursing and like alternative energy workers that dressing dogs up like famous detectives is the next big market for Oh, sweet. Oh, so,
1: get on that. I will be the first one. I know you love it. I know you love her. Um, I'm, I keep calling her Shaza cuz I can't actually remember the Oh, uh
0: Sally. Is,
1: yeah, but I can't remember the character she plays which is embarrassing. Oh, Tilly. Cute.
0: Tilly. Yeah. Um, uh, I look
1: at us The portmanteaus kind of bug me. I thought they were cute. And then there was a whole episode, filled so with her doing them, and I just was wondering why she can't use actual words.
0: Yeah, it's one of those things where, like, the fifth time it happens, you're like, oh, it's not, okay. Mm, okay, I'm yeah. Joke. It's, well, it's part of the whole thing, and I'm, I made a note of this, like, the things that they fall back on. They get kind of old, such as acting as though she has no hope of ever getting a date. And it's ridiculous because there's, I don't know how many episodes where there's a major plot point with her getting out, asked out yeah. by some guy that she thinks that she's into and he's into her back. So I will say that's like my least fa- I love that. However, I will say that's like my least
1: favorite Hollywood television. It's not really a trope. Single women do not get asked out all the time. I, or I, <laughs> look, doesn't happen. Just strange men do not come up to me wherever I am. And,
0: and Is it more um, like being asked to smile more and getting catcalled? <laughs>
1: uh, you know, uh, I must, ha- I've only been catcalled once. It was when I lived in Chicago and I happened to be picking
0: up bees' poop. So (laughs) always a great time to approach a lady. And I
1: haven't been told to smile since I was in college. And I don't know what that says about me personally, that I read so RBF (laughs) that no one even deigns to attempt to tell me to smile.
0: They're just like, don't even bother.
1: Don't even bother with her. Don't mess with her. So, um, I saw, though, that, getting back to Miranda,
0: I saw that you've yeah. never seen an <laughs> officer and a gentleman.
1: I haven't. I'm so embarrassed. I <laughs> legitimately get it confused with American Gigolo. They <laughs> both have Richard Gere, right? Yep, they're both Richard Gere. I, for the longest time, could didn't know the difference between the two. Does the officer and a gentleman
0: have Deborah Winger in it? Yes, it's... Richard Gere and Deborah Winger. And Can you
1: give me a synopsis? Because Richard okay. Gere is not my favorite. So I think that's potentially why I have not ever seen it.
0: So he plays Zach Mayo, who <laughs> is Ooh. whose mother um, passes away. He has to go live with his father, who is in the Navy, and he's stationed in Southeast Asia. And okay. so he is shaped by his father's, like, womanizing and swagger and his... being. Mm. And when he graduates from, I don't know if he graduates from college or if he's just, like, come of age where it's time for him to, like, go out on his own, he decides to enter officer's training for the Navy to, like, prove himself to his father and whatever. Yes. And so he gets stationed um, somewhere in the Pacific Northwest mm-hmm. and... He meets um I'm cutting into the chase here, but Yeah. He meets Deborah Winger and they have this romance and he's like warned to stay away from her because like don't date a townie or whatever. And oh uh, okay. Yeah. And so there- it's
1: like summer ca- So it's like summer catch with Freddie Prince Jr. and Jessica Beale, but in reverse.
0: Yeah, but with like Louis Cassett Jr. and the military. Okay, got it. <laughs> but some things happen and he you know, there's a conflict, and they're apart. And then, yes. at the end of the movie, he graduates from officer's training, and he puts on, he has on his dress whites uniform, yes. and he walks into the factory where she is. And, she works in a factory. <laughs> oh,
1: <laughs> wow. Okay, so it's Summer Catch plus Norma Ray.
0: <laughs> right. Plus Laverne and Shirley. Right. Got but it. he's in his white uniform and his hat. He walks in. And the song is playing, and he sweeps her up and carries her out of the factory and into... People applaud, right? Oh, yeah. People applaud, and they cheer. Yeah. this makes sense uh, why I have not seen this movie, though. Yeah, because he rescues her, Melissa, from, you know, her (laughs) own life. I just,
1: you know, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love a good romantic comedy. Sure. A rom-com or romantic movie but or like the dramedy. the dramedy i have a very low tolerance uh these days for like boy meets girl boy loses girl boy gets girl back boy walks into a factory
0: and picks her up like i mean basically he kidnaps her but it's very romantic <laughs> <laughs> great uh it's very- but i did laugh i did laugh when it happened in miranda because gary is was- wonderful
1: and... yes that i did like that i appreciated because he very like i like that he was like showing deference to her yeah in a way. that i liked that felt very modern um oh all right i can't promise to watch officer and a gentleman but i will probably read the
0: wikipedia entry for it that would be a good a good way to like touch with the chain and then um also, if you if you find yourself not really wanting to finish Miranda but wanting to know what happens, I recommend the last episode of season three. Oh, I'll probably watch. Finale it.
1: It's just been a busy week. My <laughs>
0: household. Uh,
1: but I will probably I will probably watch it this weekend. The remainders. Um, remainders. I will say I do like that she rolled around on yoga balls at the gym because I feel like everyone does that everyone takes like a running start and then rolls over yoga balls like you're a 7-Eleven
0: hot dog right I do (laughs) a roller dog a roller dog Um, I noticed um, something in an episode of Miranda by the way um, in later series there is I don't think I'm spoiling too much by saying that Gary buys the restaurant so it becomes his own restaurant and oh I can see that. They're having a party of some sort, and I noticed that the rug, uh, the IKEA rugs that he has in his restaurant, um, and I know they're IKEA because I have the same rug in my office. And right now my dog is chewing on it, so.
1: Oh, well done, bravo. (laughs) I feel like that's pretty common, actually, like in set dressing. To use the, I think that's the official term. Like very professional for you know. I'm a professional podcaster who sits on the floor of her bathroom.
0: I mean, it's the acoustics. You just you're just going for whatever is going to make the best product.
1: I know that's true. I'm so devoted to our pod.
0: Well, out of devotion to the pod and to British television, I embarked on. Series eight, All right, and, Bravo! <laughs> in, incorrect parlance of uh, Great British Bake Off, and yes, I am so happy to be back. Right, I'm
1: so happy to be back. Oh, in the God, it's like the warmest. It's it's. I feel like a saying it's a warm embrace is doesn't even do it justice to like how it's your favorite aunt. It is. <laughs> Not the creepy aunt that, like, gives you weird sweaters at the holidays that you don't want to wear. It's, like, you, it's just, it's like coming
0: home. It's the best, sh- <laughs> it's the best show. It's like being wrapped in a thick, sturdy, rough puff pastry. Yeah. That doesn't collapse. Nope, and- yeah,
1: that would, like, a, yes, a nice hot water crust. Ooh. <laughs> Well, mm. I was really afraid going
0: into it. Really,
1: really afraid. I'm nervous. <laughs> yeah. No, I yeah. I know what you're I know what you're gonna say. Well, because I and I not don't... just because we have an outline. I totally know what you're gonna say.
0: <laughs> I like Paul Hollywood just fine, but I was really not mm-hmm. looking forward to being without Mary and mm-hmm. about Mal and Sue. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was going to be a problem. I thought it was mm-hmm. going to. be my enjoyment and i have to tell you it
1: did not right because it really i will say it they do they do a great job of i was re, so i was also very uncertain about the two new hosts and the new judge because i was familiar with i was familiar with noel but mm-hmm. wasn't familiar with anyone else and i really only knew noel i have never watched his uh, like I've watched a few things of his, like wonky, weird one-man show or whatever it is, and that's totally bizarre and
0: insane. I only knew uh, him from the Mighty Boosh, and so I was that, like,
1: "Yes." So I, I knew him from the IT crowd, but he essentially plays the same character. He doesn't play a character really; he no. plays him. He's himself in everything he's on, and I was really nervous because I was like, "What? No," but. The dynamic is so wildly different that I was fine with it.
0: Well, I I lo- love Sandy. I love her. I do,
1: too. I do. I'm a big fan. And I grew to love Prue. I will yeah. say, not like a spoiler. I mean, it's not really a spoiler, but because I've, I have been uh, illegally pirating. <laughs> nine. Uh, I think she also like gets the hang of it next, next year, this year. Uh, So she gets even better as well. And it's, it's a totally different dynamic and it just somehow works.
0: Yeah, they don't. I mean, it's the same, you know, the same same -er. concept. Yeah. But
1: it's very different. Like it's, they're not trying, they have made a very conscious effort to not try and replace Mel, Sue and Mary, right. which I like. Cause it's like, I think this is actually kind of key. Ooh, I'm getting, going in, getting brainy on. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it's actually key and central to a lot of British television, which is maybe why we like it so much is that even on goofy comedies like Miranda or baking shows like the Great British Bake Off that are like essentially like, you don't have to think about it, but they never pander to their audience. They never always expect a little more. It's always slightly wittier and like slightly just Oh yeah, they expect you to
0: keep up. They they
1: expect you to keep up and they expect you to be smart. That sounds. I mean, sorry, American television, but like it just doesn't require anything of you. And I think that even with funny, breezy stuff like Miranda, there's funny little, like, clever little jokes. And on Great British Bake Off, there's really like you have to, you, you gotta. They expect you to like you're there. Pay attention. I like well, what's that. the
0: difference between like a dry wit and like? ow my balls humor
1: is how my balls humor ever funny to anyone <laughs> other than the man saying how my balls. I mean, I think it's funny to call it
0: how my balls humor, but <laughs> I do too. I have heard, and we had talked about this a little bit at the end of last week's show, that the the quality of the baking was not as up to snuff as it has been yeah. in the seasons. And I actually didn't. Um, if that's true, I think it's because the challenges <laughs> were extremely hard.
1: Yeah, I, I will say season eight, series eight, uh, to me felt dramatically harder than other series. Um, like it just seemed like they were asking things of them that were Herculean, Herculean baking. If you were on
0: Great British Bake Off, what week would be your diet? Yeah,
1: I'm glad uh, I'm glad you asked that. I think for me personally, just because, A, I'm a terrible baker to begin with, uh, but it would either be either caramel, the caramel week, because I don't have a thermometer, which I feel like they would probably have, but I I'm notorious for messing up caramel whenever I've attempted it. Or the Italian one, uh, which that one just, they had that uh, showstopper that was just the lobster tail one that I was like, "Hmm, this is not going to go well for anybody.
0: Well, it was so, it was massively unfair because it was so hot. I mean, I would have been a huge monster about it because I hate hot weather and trying to work with butter and pastry. Oh,
1: (laughs) It happens again. I mean, this is not the first time in the history of the GBBO that they have ill-conceived challenges in the summer. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's
0: it's very strange to me because they're like, well, whatever it's a hottest
1: day. What are you gonna do? And I'm like, y- what are you talking about? You've had this like, do the chocolate one early.
0: Yeah. Well, and anything that needs like a thousand layers of buttery, flaky pastry is going to be garbage.
1: Anything that requires that it's not, you know, whatever, 30 degrees Celsius. like. And it was what? hot. It
0: wasn't just like, oh. Oh, it was. The British people think it's hot because it's so no, like it it hot.
1: I think it was something like, I mean, I obviously can't do Celsius conversion right off the top of my head. I bet you can. But it was something like oh. 90 degrees or something like that. Yeah.
0: Hot, hot enough that um
1: Oof. what would be yours? What would be the week that you would go out
0: on? Okay, so it would either be bread, because yeah, I make record. I make bread, but I get I have no patience with like the proofing and the oh, rise and all that. So um and also trying to shape it and make like a bread owl or whatever, I would be very <laughs> bad at it, or um the patisserie week.
1: Um I will say Every, I Every time I watch Great Birch Bake Off, I get this urge to learn how to make challah. Um, I love raisin braided challah so mm. much that I just want to know how to make it. But I feel like learning how to make brioche dough is a fool's errand.
0: Well, you should try to make it and report back well
1: yeah I'm think I'm gonna wait till I have my new kitchen
0: yeah Yay. then I expect a few baked good experiments oh week.
1: <laughs> um wait we didn't even talk about what was what was episode one what did they bake what did they
0: it was, it was cake week which is uh-huh. a little bit of a departure because isn't yeah week usually I feel it? like
1: biscuit week is usually first but I will say oh I don't want to split it okay. yes biscuit week is usually first
0: uh, it was cake week, and the signature challenge was to make a fruity cake, fruity cake with fresh fruit. And I was like, this is one time when I know exactly what I would make. Oh, you know, what would you make? I would, would make win? raspberry marsala cake. Oh, dang. Google it, raspberry marsala cake, Bon Appetit what magazine. I encourage you? everyone to make it.
1: Um, I will say I loved... The technical challenge of this week, I've never thought to make mini rolls, which are essentially like (laughs) (laughs) ho-hos, but they're like good ho-hos, but they looked amazing. And I didn't even realize that that was something you could make, which was like homemade minty chocolatey little just
0: deliciousness. I do love mint and chocolate, so I do too. I think those would be delightful at the holidays. I didn't love the showstopper. Like
1: it's fine. I don't get into. I feel like we've discussed this on other episodes, unrelated to British television. But I don't like. I don't like things that aren't things.
0: Oh, where it was because so the challenge was to make a cake that a looks. Cake like that not look like a cake.
1: Also, uh, this distinct, I, I'm a little disappointed that there weren't more um, Steel Magnolia jokes. Why wouldn't there be Steel Magnolia jokes in a British baking show? But this, sure. there was a woman who made something with black icing and I all I w- could think about in my head is uh, gray icing. Like the quote from Steel Magnolia, like, I don't even know how you'd begin to make gray icing. Oh,
0: for the armadillo cake? For the armadillo cake. Well, the thing about those sorts of cakes, like the champagne bucket looked great that, um, that Sophie made, but fondant isn't good.
1: No, it tastes terrible. It's yeah. Terrible. So, take it off.
0: yeah.
1: Who's eating fondant? Ooh. I love Stephen. I love him. I do too. I want to be best friends with him. I love Liam. I do too. Wait, which one? Hold on. I have to go back. and. See he was a, a really
0: young guy. Oh, all of the like kind of Caribbean influence because of his grandmother. Yes,
1: yes. Oh yes, little Liam.
0: Um, I mean, I'm, I, that's the thing about baking shows that I always root for everybody. So it's like-
1: I do too. There's not anyone, that's the thing about this show. I never, there's never anyone on it where you don't want them to
0: win. I'm just gonna go take away um, a huge piece of the rug label from my dog Okay. He's eating it. Okay. A minute ago, he was editing the New York Times um, Sunday magazine, by which I mean shredding it. So.
1: Oh, well, you know, it's fake news.
0: So, yeah, so I root for everybody. I, I root, root for too. um all of their crazy. There's always somebody in the series that is like, I know I only have to make three layers with two flavors. But I'm going to make seven. <laughs> I'm going to make seven, and I'm going to have six flavors, and I'm going to make jellies, and Madeline's, and macarons, and.
1: <laughs> mar- I love that I know exactly who you're talking about, too. Uh, yeah, it was basically. from Series Seven. Oh. Um, the girl who made little jelly. It was in. Um, Actually, you know what? There's like several series where I'm like, why are you making so many things? Nobody asked you to make tiny little macarons to decorate your cake. You didn't need
0: to do that. No, in series eight, it's Stacy. And um, do you you remember? She's so extra and I love it. Do you remember when she breaks her oven? Yes. Where she like pulls the door off and is like, well, I'll just (laughs) hold it closed. I'll just hold
1: it in place. Do or die die on the bake-off. I love her. I love all of them. Thank
0: you it's so it's so wonderful to me that towards the late in the later weeks that the hosts like choke up yeah leaves oh
1: i love how attached they get It just like family happy oh it just warms the soul (laughs) should we should we wrap this up yeah,
0: I think so. I mean,
1: I could literally talk about Greybridge British Off for several hours.
0: Well, I think that um oh, you sorry. wanna watch do you wanna watch Vicious for next time?
1: I would love to. Is it on Amazon? I I oh. would need to check. I think I it know. is, I think season one is. Um I'll talk about it. It's quite delightful. Yeah, it please describe
0: it.
1: Sir Ian McKellen and um Sir Ian McKellen, and I believe Derek Jacoby is also a sir. If he's not, why not? Um, And it is, they are, oh, it is on Prime Video. Wait, not available for purchase in the app. Yes, season one. Yep. And season two. Oh, oh, all three seasons are on Amazon. Love it. Um, So, yeah, it is uh, Sir Ian McKellen and Sir... Derek, Jacoby, they yeah. are uh, married. They are partners, have been for, I don't know, going on 50-odd years or something like that. Uh, they live in a house. Um, they get a younger roommate who is Ewan Rian, who he is, uh, if you don't like Ewan Rian because of Game of Thrones, you should watch Vicious because he's adorable and delightful no. in this show. And it just goes to prove that he's it's actually a, Really good actor because he has convinced everybody that he's horrible. (laughs) Not because he is a delight. Uh, And they are just really, they're horribly uh, mean to each other in a hilarious way. And they have an aged dog that is a running joke. (laughs) And yeah, I think it's, I think we should totally
0: watch it. Well, let's do it. I love it. So until the next time, um, please. Send us those show suggestions. Tell us your thoughts on Bake Off. Tell us what tea you're drinking. Oh, let's talk about Bake Off. Tell, give us all the thoughts. Oh, yeah. All the thoughts on Bake Off. And you can send those to us. Um, you can send us a tweet <laughs> at the yes. letter E and Sympathy Pod. Um, you can come to our website at teaandsympathypod.com. Email us at sympathypod at gmail.com. Join us on Facebook. Facebook.com. Mm slash Tea and Sympathy Pod. Find us on Apple Podcasts where you should definitely rate us or give us a review. Come Um,
1: on, people. Come through with the reviews. What are you doing? It takes you like five seconds.
0: Yeah. Find us on Google Play, too, if you're all about that Android life. Yeah. Send us your show ideas. What do you want to hear? I would love to hear. And also, um, let us know where you're watching from. If you're watching from anywhere in these United States or beyond the borders, please let us know. I would love to know
1: do we have international listeners i would love that
0: thanks everybody for bearing with the background noise from special guests love it my dog That's kristen great. and B just joined me in the bathroom so be arthur be arthur all right well until next time this has been the tea and sympathy podcast right. signing off bye, bye.